0: Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. It's me, your host, your favorite podcaster, Neural Kaldi. Um, This week's episode is going to be a solo episode. If you're new here, I usually have a guest on, but every few weeks I do like having just um, kind of like a one on one little chit chat with you guys. And I, you know, I had planned to do this solo episode. It's actually. Saturday, and I don't typically record the day before an episode goes live. But um, I just, I've been feeling kind of weird because I originally was planning on doing kind of like, you know, a fun, quirky little episode where I just talk my shit and it's like fun and like everyone just like laughs and it's just, you know, a jolly old time. And then Last week, or actually more than a week ago, like maybe like a week and a half ago or two weeks ago. Um, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you probably have heard me talk about this before. I've talked about it on the podcast a little bit. Um, but I try not to harp on it too much just because it's like feels it can feel very unproductive at times. Um, but you know, ultimately I do think conversation is good, um, and can be productive, I think that it is just a little redundant at times and, um, emotionally taxing. And the topic, um, at hand is hijab, um, and uh, for those of you who don't know, I am a Muslim woman and I wear a hijab. Um, which you know, a lot of people think hijab is the name of the fabric that you cover your hair with. That's incorrect. That's just that's a headscarf. Hijab basically means you know to cover, and it's it's it means you know you're the way you speak to people the way you interact with people. There's a lot of different interpretations of what hijab is. Um, some Muslims believe that hijab is a requirement for women. Um, some, some Muslims uh, disagree with that. Um, you know, I think everyone kind of has their own beliefs and perceptions and interpretations. And there are so many different sects within Islam and different schools of thought and different scholars. And 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 also when you're taking... Um, a piece of writing like the Quran and it's it's very it's written in um very classical Arabic um and when you translate any Arabic scripture whether it's the Quran or, or a book it doesn't always translate well so then there's also this issue with um you know the translation and that changing the meaning and that altering the meaning and you know religion is it's complicated right um but i just want to give this piece of information for those of you who might not be Muslim. And, um, I know a lot of times, um, you know, people who listen to my podcast or follow me on different platforms aren't Muslim and they, they have questions and those questions are totally, totally valid because I think it is really confusing. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I I know the basics about Judaism and Christianity, but I'm not like a fucking scholar, you know what I mean? So it's, it's totally fair to have questions. And I feel like a lot of times people think it's rude to ask questions where I completely disagree. I think it's totally fine to ask questions. I don't expect people who were not raised Muslim or aren't Muslim to just have like a wealth of knowledge about Islam. That would that would be absolutely ridiculous. So I wanted to take this opportunity to kind of give a brief explanation on what exactly hijab is, and then also kind of get into some other things. Um, And, you know, hijab is always a conversation that comes up for me in my life, um, within my friends and family. It's is—it's something that just comes up a lot. And recently, you know... every, you know, figure on social media, if you have a following, you're gonna have trolls, you're gonna have haters, it's just to be expected. It's it's the internet, right? I, my, my, um, my type of troll is Muslim. And you might be thinking, what? Like, you're Muslim? Why are your trolls Muslim? And it's like, no, you know, when you have a religion as large as Islam, there's bound to be, <laughs> there's bound to be some shitty fucking people who are bad people. And, um, I you know there are weeks where I get like you know a normal amount of hate right and then there are other times where it's just like this influx of comments and DMs and it's it's a lot and I'm someone who has a really strong sense of self and confidence and I'm I'm good like it doesn't affect me in the way where it's like you know I I'm reconsidering who I am as a person it's more so just this very annoying thing. It's like a fly buzzing around you. And then like, then it's like when it's like a swarm of flies, it's like, oh my God, like why won't these flies just like leave me the fuck alone? Like this is so annoying. It's not hurting me, but it just, it's just so fucking annoying and unnecessary, right? So that's kind of, where I was at about a week and a half ago. And I posted a rant on my Instagram stories, which I do frequently. I, I like to express myself. Um, it's interesting because I was talking to a friend of mine and she was like, you know, you, you do seem kind of angry a lot on, on Instagram. And she's like, if I didn't know you, I would think you were like an angry person. But in reality, that's just how you talk. Like you could be talking about anything and that's how you sound. That is just the way in which you speak can come off as aggressive, but like knowing you personally, you're, you're mainly just doing like a funny bit. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're just being funny. You're just being entertaining. That's, that's how you are. Um, But yeah, I went on this rant because I was just getting a crazy amount of um, comments from other Muslims, basically criticizing um, my choice to wear to dress the way I dress and to uh, wear a scarf in the way that I choose to wear a scarf. And, um, you know, it was just, it was, it was out of control. And and trust me, like, I'm blocking accounts, I'm restricting accounts, I'm blocking words from even being used in my comments, like, I'm on it. Like, I've had conversations with people at Instagram about this, like, it's definitely an issue. And I am managing it the best way that I possibly can. And there are just days where on this particular particular day, um, from, from the very morning, from the beginning of the day, it was just me blocking accounts. Um, I probably, up until when I went on this rant, had blocked I don't know, easily like 200 accounts. Um, and I can never really, sometimes I know what is the uh, impetus of this influx of hate comments. Um, but this was one of those times that I had no idea, like wh- wh- where the fuck all these people came from and why they were so mad. Like genuinely, I was just like, this is so annoying. And I had just got out of hot yoga and I felt, I felt so good. And I felt just very connected to, you know, everything around me. And I just felt so amazing. And, you know, I take my phone off of silent and um, I'm responding to texts and stuff from people. And I go to Instagram as I'm just like sitting in my car because usually right after hot yoga, like I don't feel like I can drive. Like I feel like I need to like sit down and like recuperate in my car before I drive. Cause like, I just feel like I was just transported to another dimension and like I can't just like immediately after like start fucking driving around like that seems dangerous to be honest with you um so I go on Instagram and I go through my notifications and it's it's fucking vile it's it's horrendous it's Muslim people telling me take your hijab off you're a disgrace, you're disgusting, um, you, uh, don't deserve to be, like, a representation of Islam, like, just saying really hateful things, and I thought to myself, you know, there's, nothing good comes from, like, you know, fighting with trolls, but this is a problem, and it's not a problem that is, you know, um, is just happening to me. Like this happens to a lot of different Muslim women. And, you know, I, I was really frustrated and I, the way in which I express myself is through my words. That's always how I have expressed myself um, primarily. And which is why I have a fucking podcast um, because it's, it's my way of communicating. Um, Obviously like, you know, speaking is, typically a primary way of communication. But like, for me, I really feel cathartic after I speak about something. You know what I mean? That's why therapy is so fucking popular, because talking about things is a really good way to heal and move on and process. So I went on my Instagram stories, and I just, I said everything that I was feeling. And I just kind of let it all out. And it was very, raw and just very much you know me stating how i felt in that moment which is my prerogative um to do so and unfortunately and fortunately a lot of women messaged me really kindly that it really resonated with them and that they understood that feeling that I was feeling and it's fucking heartbreaking it's absolutely fucking like I can't even articulate how much it hurts me to think of all of these women some of them are so much younger than me like we're talking about 18 year old girls and they're like oh this has happened to me before I know how you feel and I'm like I hate that so much like it hurts my heart to think about an 18 year old girl having to deal with this like you don't have the tools yet to handle these types of things no one should have to deal with these things and it's that's not me belittling an 18-year-old it's just like you don't have the life experience to deal with this in a way that's I, I i don't believe that you can deal with it without it damaging you to some way in some way and so um the next the next day um a bunch of people had messaged me and was like can you like post it on Instagram as like um, a reel or whatever the fuck, or like an IGTV. And so instead I posted it on TikTok because a few people had suggested TikTok and it kind of went viral. And again, it was just kind of all of these women saying like, I'm so glad someone said something. This is how I felt for so long. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, how did we get to this point? How did we, and when I say we, I mean the Muslim community, how did we get to the point where we are terrorizing one another? We are creating unnecessary stress and hate and negativity towards people who are our quote unquote brothers and sisters in Islam. Like, are you are you fucking kidding me? How did we allow this as a society to happen? And um, you know, there was obviously some dick comments or whatever, but I, I didn't really go through the comments um on TikTok. I, you know, I looked at them for the first hour and then I just kind of checked out. Um, And I, I kind of, you know, I said what I need to say and I let it go. And then I got a message from someone saying, hey, I saw your video on Instagram and they had sent me the link. Or they had shared the post. And someone had taken my TikTok and posted it on their Instagram feed. Which, that's fine. You know, they, they were like this video that Noor posted. And I guess I just never saw the notification because they didn't like tag me. They just like put my name in the comment or whatever. Anyway. um, And the comment section was... I, I'll i read a few. I feel like maybe it's better to just read a few of the comments. I I couldn't... I actually could not make it through more than like five comments it was just horrible one man a man said I get her point and concern but looking at her Instagram she straight up sexualized hijab I get another comment from another man on this post that says some of these women are such big jokes bro another man comments and says 100% 100% agree with you. Went onto her page thinking nothing of it. All I saw was head covered, boobs on show. Great hijab, thumbs up emoji. First of all, I have no fucking clue why men think that they have any say in which in and how I I decide like how I cover my body. Why a man thinks that their opinion matters is just so infuriating, but I I just started to think about how, you know, obviously, since the inception of religion, it's been weaponized. And it's, this isn't, you know, unique to Islam. This is Christianity, Judaism, every religion becomes this weapon for bad people as a form of control, specifically towards women because what would men be if they could not control women? You know, how would they fucking make it through the day if they couldn't control a woman? Oh, God forbid. And so you have these men using religion to control women, which is the the opposite of what the point of the hijab is because hijab is actually meant to act as a shield to protect women from being harassed. That is one of the reasons why hijab is recommended in Islam is to prevent men from harassing them. Which is ironic because I'm constantly being harassed by Muslim men specifically. Not by, you know, you you think like Muslim living in America, I'm sure she's being harassed by, you know, uh rednecks left and right. I mean, I live in fucking Florida and I'm being harassed not by some, you know, redneck. I'm being harassed by Muslim men. And that in itself is just fucking depressing. Um, And I completely, I completely understand why people move away from faith. Like, I get it. Like, I actually, when I was younger, I really didn't understand it. And then as I got older and I became more aware of how people use religion to manipulate others, I'm like, I can see how this could have created a trauma that would make you no longer want to associate with this because it's so triggering to you. And it is sad. It's sad that someone would take something that I believe to be beautiful, like Islam. I think Islam is a beautiful religion and turn it into this ugly, ugly thing, which is what they're trying to project onto me and say that I I am turning it into this disgraceful thing. When in reality, I'll fucking say it, okay? I've done more PR, free press, positive press for Islam than any of these random fucking dudes who have so much to say. You know what I mean? Like, they have so much to fucking say about how I choose to cover my body. But, like, what have you done to contribute to this religion at all? Because I, I've i definitely done way more than you ever have. Um, but it's not about who did more, who did less. It's about men thinking that this is okay and using religion as their excuse to shit on me. Um, fun fact about Islam, talking about people behind their backs is, is a sin, um, as, you know, most religions. And that's what they're doing. I mean, they're, they're commenting on this random person's post on a video of me. And it's literally the entire comment section. And it's hundreds and hundreds of comments just shitting on me. And I'm like, how is it that you have justified this to be right in your mind? Because... From an Islamic perspective, if we want to talk about what's right and wrong, this is objectively wrong, right? And the thing about Islam, which I think a lot of people um, have issue with, is that there are some guidelines, but it's still kind of blurry. So, you know, me as a person who practices their faith, I will be the first to say I'm not perfect. And I would implore you to find someone in the world who's like, I'm fucking perfect. I do everything perfectly. And you like, no, no, no human does everything perfectly. That is an unrealistic expectation or standard. And that's not to say that you should, you know, use that as an excuse to just like not try to be better, but it's just like, realistic you know what I mean? Like, no one's no one's perfect. That's ridiculous. And so I find it deeply concerning that of all the guidelines in Islam and all of the different things that we've been recommended to do, the one thing that everyone wants to obsess over is the one thing that some people would even debate isn't even a requirement. Like, it's actually maybe the least important thing about being a Muslim is wearing a hijab. It's not the most important thing. And it's crazy how people have turned it into like the pinnacle of the faith is like woman wearing hijab, most important fucking thing. It's like, dude, no, it's like not really that important. There are way more important things like praying and being good people and all these other things, not lying, not cheating, not stealing, not not hurting other people, right? And so... That in itself is just so fucking annoying and just makes me want to bash my head into the wall. But another thing that I noticed in the criticism I receive, specifically in this scenario for the rant I went on, was that I was being quote-unquote too aggressive. I was using bad words, which also grow the fuck up, okay? Are you in kindergarten There's no such thing as bad words, okay? People use words in bad ways. But fuck, fuck, saying fuck is not a bad thing, okay? You can use other words that aren't, I guess, bad words and still say bad things. Like I could say, I'm gonna fucking kill you. That's a pretty bad thing to say. And yet I didn't use a single curse word. So actually, did I say I'm gonna fucking kill you? Okay, no, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. That's that's a bad thing to say. Um, I can't remember if I said fuck or not. If I did, it, it was just out of habit. Because that's how I express myself. Those are words I use to emphasize my feelings. Because I'm a passionate person. And I think the word fuck is a passionate word. And so I love it. It's one of my favorite words in my vocabulary. It's not because I have a limited vocabulary. It's because... I like saying it. It feels good. Fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. And if you don't like that, that's fine. You don't have to say fuck. But don't tell me that I can't say fuck if I want to say fuck. Um, I wish I'm going to just turn that into a soundbite and start sending it to people um, anytime they DM me that. But yeah, they they criticize me for for cursing, for being too aggressive, and for for yelling. And I found it. So hypocritical because if I were a man and I spoke in that exact tone, I would be praised for being passionate and for being confident. But as a woman, when I speak sternly and when I'm not giggling and when I am speaking with conviction, it's like all the comments are like, oh my God, calm down, chill, relax. Why are you yelling? My ears hurt first of all, you can like not watch it. Second of all, your internalized misogyny is fucking showing, dude. Because I've seen so many videos of men yelling, and no one is reprimanding them for speaking too loud. And yet when women speak loudly, they're so annoying. Oh, so annoying. Shut up. I just... I, I, reflecting on these things and even talking about them, and that's why, like, I kind of didn't even want to talk about this anymore because I feel like I've spoken about it ag- agnosium with my friends, and I'm, I'm tired of it, and it's, it's a bummer. It is a bummer, and, and I'm sorry if I'm bumming you out by talking about it right now, but I did feel like it was important for me to put this out into the universe because I think. It's an important conversation. And sometimes conversations are hard and annoying and they're a huge bummer. And this is one of them that actually truly pains me. It really does. It, it, it genuinely upsets me because they have bastardized the religion, which I'm sure is how they feel about me. This episode of Arab American Psycho is sponsored by The Doe. The Doe is a digital publication sharing anonymous stories to promote civil disclosure and provides a platform to lesser-known, often-marginalized stories. The Doe publishes unfiltered narratives from verified anonymous sources, drawing attention to a broad spectrum of viewpoints that encourage readers to confront their own biases. Each month, The Doe explores new themes. November's theme is acts of kindness, which I think is needed now more than ever and is very apparent in this week's episode based off, you know, the topics at hand. I came across a narrative that was titled why I want my daughter to grow up selfish and I was immediately intrigued and after reading it, I knew I just had to share it with you guys. The author writes about how she always approached people with kindness, even when she was a child, and how she constantly tried to be sweet and help the people she loved, which led to her feeling empty. The author wrote, Women grow up believing that it is our job to shine light on everyone around us, to pour ourselves into other people's needs, and to spread kindness over everyone. As I read that sentence, I truly found myself physically nodding because, yeah, women are constantly told that we need to be sweet, we need to be cute, we need to be palatable, but we're never told to prioritize ourselves. In fact, putting ourselves first or prioritizing ourselves is often viewed as selfishness. I can say as a single woman in my 30s who enjoys life, and unfortunately, a lot of people view that as being selfish. Um, this was such an inspiring and important read. And I really encourage you to read the rest of this narrative as well as all of the other amazing narratives available on the Doe's website. Seriously, there are so many good ones. I've linked this narrative in the episode's notes, but you could also visit thedoe.com. That's T-H-E-D-O-E, like a female deer, dot com to read more. Thank you so much to the Doe for sponsoring this episode. Now back to my ranting. They criticize me for my the way I represent Islam and I'm like, dude, no, I'm not the problem. And if I was the problem, I would be the first person to say it. Like, listen, I'll fucking say it all day. I do, I'm not a perfect Muslim. I am not perfect. I don't do everything correctly. I am just doing the best that I can and also respecting what feels authentic to me because I am not a performative Muslim. I am not trying to prove anything to anyone. And I don't want to create a false reality that makes others feel inadequate. Because I think for some reason, Muslims find that to be the better alternative is to just pretend like they're perfect. And I'm like, no, I feel like that would just make me feel like shit about myself. Um, and no one, no one is perfect. No one is perfect in in any aspect, whether it be religion or a relationship or anything. So I, I practice in the way that feels true to me and I am not putting on a show for anyone and I'm very uh, honest about where I'm at and, you know, I think it's normal and I think it's healthy and I refuse to allow these horrible people to control that narrative and, you know, for Muslims to actually think it's okay to tell me to take my hijab off, I'm like, cool. You're literally acting like the devil because the devil is who we believe in Islam tells you to do bad things. Like the devil would whisper into my ear and say, Take your hijab off, Noor. Your life would be so much easier if you didn't wear a hijab. Like you could just go out in a pair of shorts. It's so hot outside. She's like, go out and pair shorts. Like, why don't, why are you wearing pants? Like, that's what we believe the devil puts these ideas in our head. I don't feel that way. But if I did, you know, it people would argue that's, that's the devil. And yet here we have Muslims who are claiming to be pious and people of faith. And they are literally doing just that. They are literally telling me to take off my hijab, which is, it's just so fucking wrong. I, I, I have to think that these people have something like mentally wrong with them. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, how can you justify this? And that's not me shaming people with mental health issues. It's just truly like, how can a reasonable person think that this is the appropriate thing to say? Um, and I'm again, I'm not saying that if you have mental health issues that you're an unreasonable person, but however, there are certain mental health issues that would potentially Alter your ability to reason. Um, and, you know, if you're not happy with how I represent Islam, which, number one, I don't represent the entire religion. Um, it's a pretty big group of people. And so, no, I'm, I don't represent the entire religion. But if you're unhappy with the representation of Muslims, instead of tearing other Muslims down, You can maybe just create a new narrative and you can find ways to represent the religion if it really bothers you that much. But it's not about that. It again comes back to control and gatekeeping and claiming ownership over the religion and putting themselves in a position of power to say, I'm a better believer than you and I am going to take it upon myself to tell you that you don't deserve to be a part of this group. We don't want you. That's not how religion works. That's not how Islam works. And that sure as hell is not the right fucking move. I mean, I just, now I'm like, why the fuck am I even talking about this? That's what I'm saying. I, I Like, I was really upset about it. And I wish I would have recorded this while I was still upset about it. And now I'm just kind of exhausted by it um because I feel like I kind of don't want to talk about it anymore um I don't know if you could tell I'm just I'm really I'm really over it and it's it's something that I know will happen regardless of whether you're Muslim or not people are gonna shit on you on the internet I know but it's particularly heartbreaking to me that is always Muslim people. I wish, I wish just once it was someone who wasn't Muslim. That would make me feel better. I'd be like, well, they don't, they don't understand. So that's fine. But these are people who are supposed to, they're supposed to get it. They're supposed to understand. And they're supposed to know that it's hard and and everyone struggles. And instead of just dis- encouraging me or even saying nothing, they have taken it upon themselves to attack me call me names, discourage me. And I'm not victimizing myself here because I'm fine. It just makes me sad for my community. And I am entitled to feel sad about that because it's fucking sad. It's, it's a huge bummer. And I, I, I don't know. I wish there was something that I could say or do to help these people understand that what they're doing is so damaging but there really is nothing that I can do. And one example that I like to use a lot when this topic comes up is, if you knew a Muslim who didn't pray five times a day, which we as Muslims are meant to pray five times a day. If you met someone who prayed four times a day, right? Would you tell them, hey, you don't pray five times a day, so you should just never fucking pray again. You should just fucking stop. You don't deserve to be Muslim. You're a disgrace. You're disgusting. Like, no. And, and, and prayer is one of... The most important things it's one of the five pillars of Islam, so it is very important. It's the first thing that you're asked about on the day of judgment when you die and you are in front of God. That is the first thing you're asked about, so it's pretty, it's pretty important, you know. So, one could argue it's pretty, it's pretty up there, and yet no one is. I'm not saying that you should be concerned about whether or not someone else is praying, but like, no one is attacking people for that. What I am being attacked for is, oh, I'm wearing a fitted shirt or I'm wearing something that you think is sexual, which newsflash being a woman, you will be sexualized regardless of what you wear. I could wear anything And still be sexualized. Okay. And I know this to be true because just a week ago, I was wearing sweatpants, super baggy, a huge, huge hoodie and like an extra, extra large and I'm 5'3". So it's like to my knees and a face mask because COVID and I got hit on. Do you think it's because I just looked like super fucking hot? (laughs) No, no. Because I'm a woman. And I'm sure this guy was like, I can tell under all this, she's got titties. And I like titties. So I'm gonna try to fucking smash. Um, and and that's the whole the other thing. It's like people are always mad at me about my boobs, and I'm like, listen, I'm 5'3, okay? I'm not a tall person, I'm not the skinniest person in the world, but I'm also not largest. I would say I'm like an average-sized woman. When your boobs are huge, there is nothing you can do about them. I'm never trying to draw attention to them. I'm never trying to emphasize them. I just wear shit that I like, and I don't really think too much about it. Because I am 31 years old, and I don't really give a fuck. I wear things that I feel good in. I wear things that I like. I could wear abaya, which for those of you who don't know what abaya is, it's um, women, Muslim women, usually in the Gulf area wear it. It's like a black long dress, right? It's very loose, very flowy. I can wear abaya and you can still tell that I have huge knockers. You know why? Because it pushes the dress out. Just pu- or it pushes Abaya forward. So you can tell. There's nothing you can do about it. They're there. There is nowhere I can put them. If I could put them somewhere, God knows I would. Okay? I'm not asked for this. And I'm not like, oh, I hate my body, but I'm just like, dude. I grew up in the 90s and the heroin chic was fucking, that was the look. I wanted to look like a little boy so bad. I wanted to be Kate Moss. I want to have non-existent boobs more than anything. I want to be smaller than an A cup, okay? That is my dream. Unfortunately, it is not reality. So no, there's nothing I can do about my boobs. And yes, I do wear a fitted shirt sometimes. But you know what? Sometimes when you have big boobs, if you don't wear a fitted shirt, you look fat. And there's nothing wrong with being fat, but I don't want to look fat. And that's also my choice. Okay? So, yeah, I do wear fitted shirts sometimes, but sometimes it's important for me to show off the fact that I have a waist because my shirt pushes everything out so far that it makes me look fat and boxy. And I don't want to look fat and boxy. And you can sit there and say that's problematic or whatever the fuck you want, but it's the truth. And I have no reason, I don't have to explain myself or prove myself, I'm just saying this to just be like, you do understand that, like, I'm not trying to draw attention to myself. So women will always be sexualized. And I, I, I don't even think the point of hijab is to not be sexualized. I disagree with that. Because like I said, you can wear anything and men will sexualize you. The point of hijab for me in my personal journey, and my personal experience, and my personal understanding is it is a form of modesty. It is a sign of devotion to God, not to people, to God. It is a open sign for everyone who sees me to know that I am Muslim and to respect those boundaries. And even if people don't know what Muslim boundaries are, I can promise you it has served me, it has served me so well. Because when I am in a group setting Men are more hesitant to touch me or speak to me inappropriately. And I've seen it happen more than once in front of my own two eyes. And I'm not saying it's right. But what I'm saying is me wearing a scarf on my head has served me in the way that I believe it is meant to serve me. Which is to be a sign that I am Muslim and I observe modesty And you should respect me. And I think all women should be respected. But as we know, that's not the case. And men are pieces of shit. But I don't wear a hijab just for men to respect me. And I don't wear a hijab just for men to not sexualize me. I wear a hijab because I believe that I should as a Muslim. And I believe that it does serve the purpose that I need it to serve me. So... I, I mean, there's there's a lot more to it than that. I mean, it's really not as simple as that one sentence. But I don't want to, I don't want to harp on that too much because I think hijab is an extremely personal thing, and the way women dress in general is so scrutinized. And I mean, as someone who's worked in the special victims unit, I've heard people say, "Well, what was she wearing?" or "Oh, she was wearing this." I've heard. In depositions, attorneys, ask victims of sexual assault, what were you wearing? Where were you? What time was it? Were you intoxicated? These are all questions that are asked all the time. Women should not be blamed for anything that happens to them because of the way they dress, which is why I refuse, I refuse to abide by this narrative That hijab is meant to desexualize me. And if you believe that, that's fine. But I think that women will always constantly be sexualized. No matter what they wear or what they look like or where they live, women will always be sexualized. And I refuse to alter my life or my personal style so that men don't sexualize me. Because first of all, it's a fruitless endeavor. And also... I'm, I'm not going to change myself for a fucking man. That's for damn sure. Because for me, hijab is empowering. It makes me feel confident. It makes me feel so amazing. I can't tell you. I can't. I wish I could articulate how wearing a hijab feels to me. And then imagine that feeling that I feel every day when I put it on and I feel connected to God and I feel feel proud to be a Muslim. And I feel so happy when people respect me. And I again want to reiterate, I don't think that you should have to wear a hijab to be respected. But it does feel nice. It does feel nice. You know, I'm allowed to feel good when people are respectful towards me. And then for me to have the Muslim community berate me with fucking hateful, comments and foul fucking shit I'm just like I feel very very sad and not in the way where I'm like oh I'm gonna go cry about it just sad in the way where it's like it shouldn't have to be like this man shouldn't have to be like this we should be supporting each other we should be kind to each other I mean I guess that goes for all of humanity and that's like a whole other issue but like it's really not hard to be nice to people. It's really actually so easy to be nice to people. And I mean, school, elementary school teachers have been telling kids this for fucking ever. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. It's easy. Try it sometimes. I think horrible shit too, man. I'm not, you're not alone in this. But like, I think, how is this productive? Productive. How is this helpful? How is this going to make the way I feel better? If it's not going to, then why why am I just spewing hate? For what? Does the world need more hatred? Does the world need more negativity? No, dude. It's it's doing pretty good on its own. We're all going to fucking die. You know what I mean? Like it, things things are pretty bad. This is should be the least of our concerns and yet here it is and I could get into I I actually considered coming into this with hadiths and 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 ayahs and like let's talk about fiqh and let's fucking let's get into the the juicy muslimness of it but then I was like I don't I don't even want to touch that because I think religion is such a touchy topic and I don't want to get into a debate you know what I mean like I, I, I that's that's not the point of this Um, obviously everyone is entitled to their feelings, but I'm not really interested in debating anyone on this. Like my feelings are are pretty formed and set and, and my sources, I believe to be really good, strong sources. And, um, religion is just not something that I'm ever really interested in debating, especially with other Muslims. It's just, I have my beliefs. you you have your beliefs. Cool. I respect yours. Please respect mine. Um, that's, that is my feeling on, on Islam specifically because, Another thing that I think is really common within all religions is that um, culture does tend to bleed a lot into religion. And that's where I think a lot of misunderstanding comes from. And, and I want to I reiterate, I don't think I am the perfect hijabi woman. I just want to make that clear. I, I, and I've never said anything otherwise. So again just doing what feels right and what feels good for me. Okay. Which is what we should all be doing. And, um, yeah, I think that in, in every religion, uh, culture bleeds into it, which creates all these, you know, misunderstandings and people confuse culture with religion, which is one of my biggest pet peeves. I really don't know why it really fucking pisses me off when people think that their culture is a religion. It's like, I understand that you are following what your parents told you, but I implore you to maybe go learn on your own um, about the religion that you believe in because blindly following a religion that your parents raised you to believe in, I don't think is conducive to like strong faith. I think it's more so kind of like brainwashy vibes, um, which like, I'm not about that. And and that does trans, that comes across a lot when I get these hate comments. I'm like, oh my God, you don't understand Islam. You were just fed a lot of information that was like tied in with your weird ass culture and then also sprinkled with some fucking fear mongering, which every, you know, religion has fear mongering within it. This is not unique to Islam. Um, I feel like I need to keep reiterating that because I- this isn't like an attack on Islam. Like, in fact, it's the opposite. It's my deep heartbreak over how people have made Islam seem like when 9-11 happened okay and I'm not comparing this to 9-11 but what I'm saying is when 9-11 happened I was so sad when I found out that Muslims were claiming responsibility because I was like why are you making us look bad and like why are you also like completely taking the religion out of context to serve your fucking evil plans. Like, no, fuck you. Like, why are you doing this? Like, don't, don't do this. And then I try to think that, you know, when these Muslim people see me online, they're like, why are you wearing a hijab like this? This isn't how hijab is meant to be worn. Like, why are you ruining it? But like, am I ruining it? Like, no, it wasn't an act of terrorism. It's just like leather pants and like a shirt. So, you know, like, I'm like, no, not the same thing, because I really do try to put myself in their position. And I really do try to understand their perspective. And unfortunately, the conclusion I've come to is that they're just really dumb and really hateful, Um, you know, like most internet trolls, which, again, is a huge bummer, because it's like, this this isn't even a conversation that we could have that would be productive. This is just a person who's stupid. And also, I refuse to ever engage with any man about the topic about hijab, because truly... It's not your fucking business. It has nothing to do with you. Fuck off, mate. You know? And so... That's kind of... That's kind of my whole spiel. Um, And, you know... If you're Muslim and you're listening to this... And you experience this type of shit... I'm truly sorry. I really am. It's a huge bummer. And... um something that I try to remind myself of is that there are so many Muslims in the world and there are so many Muslims who are amazing and they're sweet and they're kind and they're supportive and they, you know, they want to hype each other up and they want to support each other. And they, they understand the struggles that we all go through, especially as Muslims living in America, because it's, it's not as easy. And, you know, um, it's unfortunate though, that the, the hindrance that I've experienced as a Muslim living in America is due to other Muslims, um, as opposed to, external factors or um, people outside of Islam, which is upsetting. Um, It's just upsetting. It's just upsetting. It's like, you know, we're supposed to be, we're all in this together, except apparently we're fucking not. We're not all in this together. And, um, you know, I don't want to commit shirk and, you know, make judgments um, on people like they love to do to me and say who I think is a true believer and who's not. But what I will say is, Islam is a religion of peace and, like, love and kindness and understanding and forgiveness and empathy and all of those things are mentioned repeatedly. And it's a shame that all of those things are completely glossed over and overcome with hatred and poison and control and misogyny and women are supposed to be held to a high standard in Islam. Women are supposed to be treated with the utmost respect in Islam. And it's very apparent to me that people choose to completely ignore that. And, you know, yeah, so if you're Muslim and you're listening to this and and you've experienced this, I'm sorry. And the best thing I could say is, you know, just try your best to not let it affect you um you can be annoyed about it you could be upset about it you can yell about it you can cry about it you can scream about it feel what you need to feel but don't let it stay with you in your heart and in your mind you know it's you don't need you don't need that shit and if you're not Muslim and you've been and you've made it this far and you listen to this um I hope that this has been informative um my intention when I talk about these things is never to give people who aren't Muslim, the idea that like Muslim Islam is like this horrible religion. It's more so just like, there's a lot of annoying Muslims. And again, this is, you know this happens within every faith. I mean, I can't tell you how many DMs I get from women who are like, "I'm Catholic, and I know exactly what you're talking about," or "I'm this religion, I know exactly what you're talking about." Like this happens. There, there are these judgmental people who think that they're holier than thou in every faith, and they just apparently are all in my Instagram comments twenty four seven. And um, if you if you haven't heard my TikTok rant I guess I you know what I'm just gonna fucking I'm just gonna play it I'm just gonna play it for you right now even though I I really do hate the sound of my own voice so let me let me play it for you I'm gonna try to say this without yelling I've worn a hijab For 20 years. That's longer than some of you have been alive on this earth. In those two decades that I've been wearing a hijab, 99% of my negative interactions that were based off me wearing a hijab were from other Muslims. How this became normalized, I have no fucking clue. And if you think that you criticizing the way I choose to wear a hijab is nasiha, you are fucking dead wrong. Do you know how many comments I get a day from Muslim people telling me to take my hijab off? And then those same Muslims bitch and moan when hijabi women take their scarves off and say, it's such a shame that she left Islam. Fuck you. No one left Islam. They just don't want to deal with your fucking incessant bullshit. But you know what? I'm not going to take off my hijab. And I know it seems like, oh, she's so affected by this. No. I just want to slap the shit out of you because who the fuck even are I'm going to. So I did yell, which I pointed out myself. I, I literally pointed it out myself. I literally said, ha ha. So funny that I said I'm not going to yell. And then there I went yelling. But. I was upset. And when people are upset, they yell. um, That doesn't mean that what they're saying is invalid. It just means that they're probably kind of upset about it, Um, which I think I'm entitled to be upset about it. And if you disagree with that, well, that's your fucking problem. And if my message wasn't clear in that, if my message wasn't clear in that TikTok video, if I was yelling too much, let me reiterate calmly without using bad language. Muslims aren't perfect. Human beings aren't perfect. I'm not perfect. I've never claimed to be perfect. But telling someone that they're going to go to hell for not doing something perfectly is ridiculous. And it's shirk, which is one of the greatest sins in Islam. And for those of you who don't know what shirk is, it's putting yourself at the same level as God So in Islam, we know that only God can judge us and only God can say you're going to heaven or you're going to hell. So when you tell me you're going to hell, that is the definition of shirk, which is literally a major sin in Islam. Some people would even say that it makes you no longer a believer in the faith. That's how serious it's taken. So, you know, take from that what you will and, um, you know, Life is hard. Religion is hard. Growing is hard. I think that we should all respect everyone's journey. It's hard enough as it is without constant criticism. And if you can't be supportive, I really, I really think you should just shut the fuck up. (laughs) Just shut the fuck up. Oh my God. I, I'm sorry this wasn't more of a I'm not sorry but like I apologize if you were hoping for a fun lighthearted, you know, kind of episode cuz that's usually the vibe or whatever, the fucking vibe, but that wasn't the vibe. And and maybe maybe I'll 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 do like a mini episode or something just to <laughs> like this was so fucking heavy like for no fucking reason just like and I know that whenever you guys hear me doing a solo episode you're like, "Oh my god, yay, it's just going to be like fuckery and like just you know, douchey me just saying dumb shit like i love hot yoga so much i love smoothies but like i just i don't know i i i wanted to talk about it and then i kind of lost that passionate feeling of wanting to talk about it but then i was like you got to talk about this you wanted to talk about this you're going to be annoyed at yourself if you don't talk about it and i am glad that i spoke about it i it would it does it bummed me out a little bit but you know what that's just how I feel. And feelings aren't forever. And maybe I'm bummed out now. But as soon as I'm done recording this, I'm probably gonna have tacos. And I love tacos. So yeah, and then also, oh, another fun, fun thing. I'm so sorry if I clapped if you're wearing headphones. But I, um, I made an Arab American psycho playlist on Spotify, um, with 12 tracks And um, I haven't posted about it yet. I think I'm going to post about it tomorrow when this episode goes live. And I'm really excited about it because you guys know how much I love music and I would love to be able to share music with you. Um, And I tried to curate it to kind of like what I think the Arab American Psycho aesthetic is. Um, So it's a a mix of um, Arabic music and that rock music. It's a little bit of everything. I really like it. I feel like it's very much so a representation of me and the Arab American Psycho brand. So um, I will link that below. And I really hope hope this episode wasn't too heavy for you guys. Um, And I promise you there will be a fun, lighthearted episode very soon. And if you don't um, already follow Arab American Psycho on Instagram, please follow Arab American Psycho on Instagram so that I can get enough followers so I can do swipe up links on the account. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm at Noree. I post a lot of fucking photos of my boobs. (laughs) Um, So you can go there. Um, And then as always, if you're not fucking subscribed, just fucking subscribe. Don't be a dick. And then also if you have iTunes or you listen on iTunes, just please Leave a review. I just, I want to be. Is it wrong for me to be, want to be in the top 100, you know, podcasts on like the Apple charts? Like, no, it's not wrong. I want to be on the charts. I want this podcast to, you know, grow and, and, and I want to do more shit and I want more people to listen. And I think that, you know, I don't know. I think that it would be cool for people to hear from little old me, a little, Arab American Muslim girl, um, and and my struggles and my experiences, because I think that's how we as human beings grow and we understand each other. And I think a lot of fear stems from not knowing. And I think a lot more people would maybe not be as scared of Muslims, which is a hilarious concept because it's like, who the fuck is scared of me? Um, if they, if they were exposed to more Muslims and they were able to hear from them and relate to them. So Please review on iTunes. Leave me five. If if anything, just leave me fucking five stars. Don't be a fucking bitch. Um, I love you guys. um, And I will talk to you next Sunday.